we're recording. Oh my no. God. Look at us. We are making shit happen. Dude. This is so exciting. The business women. <laughs> <laughs> we are slaying the Slaying business. the week, okay? Because we have a special guest. Oh my God. And we are. We're so pumped for this because Allison doesn't listen to the podcast. No. But she She's should gonna. start. Yeah, but she has to because we mention her name probably every episode. Oh, we do talk about you. Yes, we talk about you a lot, okay? <laughs> now she feels guilty that she doesn't listen, She's but that's like, okay. fuck, I gotta go back to the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I'm never gonna get There's a lot this. of content for you, but we finally have Allison here. Yeah. We're so excited to have her. This is like the reading of our dreams. Like mm-hmm. we're just so pumped to have her. So I'm like staring at her cards right now. I like, know there's like, there's an energy around her. So we have to welcome Allison Santini to the mm-hmm. podcast. We're going to skip all of our usual admin, no yeah. TJs, no creeps. I mean, the creeps be creeping, the bad bees be being like, they'll be back in a couple of weeks, but we just have to dedicate all our time to Allison. I'm yeah, so excited. We're going to dedicate this. And if you don't know who this is, this is Allison Santini. She's my work wife at SoulCycle, um, but we're about to dive into what she does outside of SoulCycle. So welcome, Allison. Hi. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Allison, um, I want to, before we get into the reading, right, we want to just like hit your background because I think what you do is super special. You have a really, I say this all the time, like your gift with this, with these readings is just amazing. Thank you. You make me cry every time we've done it and we've done it <laughs> twice and we always do it over FaceTime, but this is really exciting because we get to do it in person. Yes. Okay, so Tell us just a brief little snippet about yourself. You're a soul cycle instructor. That's where we all know you. Yes. And you grew up in Long Island, which is why I love you. Well, not Long Island, like Northern Westchester, but my, oh. my family, we do have a house in Long Island. Oh. So like, there we go. We spend the summers there. So, um, wait, Hamptons? No. Oh, point lookout. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of near okay. Jones beach. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm from New York, born and raised. I moved down here to Miami, like. Wow, almost like nine years ago now, which is insane. I was like a child when I moved here. I was you moved like, before I did. Yeah, I was. I think twenty two, and now I'm thirty one. Thir- you opened 32. the Koga Studio, yes. didn't you? Yeah. yeah, that's where I first met you. Yes. So I've been down here like almost nine years now, um, which is kind of crazy. But I still consider myself a New Yorker. <laughs> I don't know if that will ever change. Um, so does Maria, and I do yeah, a little bit too. I don't too. know yeah. why. Like always. it's just like once a New Yorker, always, always a New Yorker. That's no, just there's like a just thing. an attitude. Yeah. Okay. Like, like it's never gonna go I'm away. I'm just not a Miamian ever. <laughs> no, but who is? I mean, there's so little Miamians. Yeah, yeah it's with true. the exception it's of true. Jen McNally. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Jen. <laughs> she gets named a lot on the pod too. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, I mean. I soul cycle is obviously my full-time job, but I do a lot of stuff on the side, just speak out of pure passion. So I do health coaching. I've been doing that for maybe five years now. Um, I do tarot readings and then I also do Reiki energy healings, which I just came from one in the Gables. Those are in person. So I have my own table and I kind of do house calls. Um, and then I recently started doing astrology birth chart readings, which are super interesting. Um, I spent a couple months doing a course with um, an incredible, incredible teacher named Danielle Page. And um, like I knew a lot about astrology, but I like learned from her just really how to like streamline and, and digest certain parts of the chart, which is it's really fascinating if you like are someone that's really into getting to know like your soul and just kind of like how you're wired and 
why you feel certain things certain ways and just like habits and stuff like that it's really interesting to just kind of like learn about your inner world so that's kind of like what I've been doing a lot of lately because I just started like at the beginning of the year kind of taking clients for that um but yeah like that's pretty much what I do outside of soul cycle besides being like a full-time mom I know <laughs> Rachel knows that that is like a job in and of itself um but yeah that's so what kind of like certifications or or I know it's probably not it's not like you know gotta get your PT license but yeah. what kind of like studying or um practice do you have for all of the above Reiki card readings um yeah. and also obviously you just said you studied yeah. with somebody for the birth charts yeah. I imagine that is like a lot of like work yeah I don't even know how to read yeah that, that was like that was a couple months of work it was an online um super interactive training which is why I like it. I like interactive stuff but my health coaching I did like five years ago oh, it's a certification from um um IIN international um integrative it's based in nutrition I forget what exactly it stands for honestly IIN Institute of Integra Integrative Nutrition that's what it is and that was a year actually that was um a year online it was quite the financial investment but there was like something inside of me that was just like this is so like me um and I felt like I was kind of when I took it on a journey with my own health like mm -hmm. I was really in a period of burnout Rachel I'm sure you've experienced this just from like the physicality of soul cycle. I kind of had to like in the beginning, like learn how to like take care of myself because it was draining me like on every single level. So I kind of, when I did that was in a place of like, okay, I'm like taking, learning how to take care of myself. And I was learning a lot about herbs and like how to heal my nervous system and my adrenals with like herbs. And so, um, uh, what I liked about IAN was it was very holistic nutrition. It wasn't just like, you know, like traditional. It was kind of like the mind, body, spirit way of like, quote unquote, nutrition and healing. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that was a year long. But um, again, I learned a lot about myself through that and then like was kind of able to just like pay it forward when I started like taking clients. Um, and then honestly, Reiki and tarot readings kind of happened simultaneous with me. I worked with um, my spiritual mentor mm, maybe like five years. Maybe it was like right after I started doing the health coaching. So maybe like four years ago at this point. She doesn't live here anymore, but um, she's incredible. Uh, if anyone needs like, <laughs> I still will contact her if I need like a session just to like um, have a sounding board. But she is like a wizard um they, her and her husband they run a business together and um they just do like self-development and like personal coaching and stuff with a very spiritual element but they moved to arizona but i worked with her and she attuned me for reiki i was with them for a weekend and um that was kind of like when i was going through a spiritual awakening of my own and i think through that i kind of like just like discovered that like hey I have these gifts like I kind of want to use them and like um working with her like she kind of was the one that was like hey like you have a gift like do we want to like dive in and, and work on this and well so Maria wanted to know too she's like so did a ghost show up one day and was like <laughs> bitch like were you playing with Ouija boards as a kid like actually I was were you <laughs> That's really funny you say that because I specifically remember I had one friend in middle school and she was so into that. And I remember one time we bought a Ouija board and we like sat on the floor in my room and we were like 
trying to like <laughs> figure out how to like work with it. But I will, and it's funny too, even when I was little, me and my older sister, we used to um, be obsessed with collecting rocks. And I just laugh now because I have so many like crystals. And I'm like, <laughs> that's so funny when we were like five, we were like collecting rocks in the backyard. Um, but I always, I have always, Rachel, you know this is about me, like I'm, I've always been super sensitive to Are you energy. an empath? Is oh that how you describe God. yourself? Like, a thousand percent. That's one thing that my spiritual mentor helped me with. Her name is Alessandrina, by the way. But um, she like helped me kind of like learn how to use it as a superpower right. instead of like drowning in it. Because I feel like for a while I was just like in this like almost like victim mode with it. Like I'm an empath. I'm an empath. Like like and I would like and let taking people on train so me. much shit. Yeah, yeah. and, and plus like, like yeah. as an instructor, you're also giving yeah. out so much energy, taking on everybody's yeah. energy, and it's hard to like right. harness that yes. or have some restraint. Yeah. yeah, it's like I had to like learn boundaries essentially, like loving boundaries. And I think a big part of it was also like self worth. Like it was almost like I thought I had to like always gain people's approval. So like I would always say yes to everything. And like I think once I learned how to take better care of myself, I became more empowered to like just like set boundaries and and like know what my limits were and like not feel like I had to compromise that for anyone especially soul cycle. <laughs> well, you that's it's it hard like, to do. Like yeah. you're in a job, you're I mean, it's pretty much you're working for a company, but you yourself are your own brand. Right. And like it's really hard to turn that off. Yeah. And you have to have this conversation with yourself and I have it often too. It's like, hey, if I take a Sunday off or if I take a vacation, will these people forget about me right. and leave? And it's right. like, no, they'll be fine. Yeah. They'll come back. And if they don't, they don't. Yeah. Other people will step in their place. Right. And it will all balance itself out. But yeah. you really do have to like, yeah, draw that line at some point. And, and like something really beautiful happened though. Like when I learned that and implemented that I found that I actually had more energy to give so then it was like I actually like wanted to give more because I it was on my terms and like I had more energy you know what I mean like once I prioritized myself then it was like okay now I feel so good like my cup is overflowing so like now I actually do want to go the extra mile now I actually do want to say yes to this but it was only until I learned how to like really fill myself up properly that like I could then like give to other people and like also just feel like my genuine like best self in the process like I wasn't like showing up as like half of Allison like I was like no like this is me and like I feel good and I want to be here I want to help I want to serve so yeah and there's also like if you like me you like me and if you don't you don't right like you're letting go of like the people pleasing part of it totally yeah yeah no what's the difference what is Reiki I feel like it's so abstract for me to understand. It is. I think it's becoming a little more like mainstream now, but it's basically like, um, (laughs) it's basically like, um, a life force energy. So I essentially open up my channels through my crown and through my palms. And it's not energy that I'm giving. It's energy that I'm actually channeling. So it comes in through my crown and it goes down to my heart and then it comes out my palms. So sometimes when I'm channeling, like I'll actually see it as a color. A lot of times I'll see it as like green light, just like coming out of my palms and there's, um, specific. So it's kind of like, um, I channel to certain spots on the body. There's just like a whole kind of flow to it. And it's essentially like, I don't know if you're familiar with acupuncture, but how like the needles go on certain points in the body. Yeah. They're like points in energy meridian. So I'm channeling, um, 
the Reiki to different spots in those energy meridians. And what it does is it helps clear any like energetic gunk that we just accumulate over time as humans, okay. like through life. Um, it just kind of like takes the trash out of the body essentially. So like this could be trauma, this could be um, limiting beliefs, this could be even like past life stuff. Um, I remember one time I was I was doing a, a healing and I was like channeling to this girl's ankles and I like literally got a vision of her like in a past life as like a slave and like her ankles were like shackled to like um, like a, a railing and like I told her after because more pe some people are more open to others so, like so sometimes I'll get visuals like that and it's super intense and like other times it'll just be like the physicality of like okay we just cleared out your field you know <laughs> um, but this girl just happened to be super open and I told her after and she was like crying or whatever I guess she had felt very like attached to an ex or something like that and the next day she sent me a message and she was like girl it's so weird my whole lower body feels like so light oh my god like I guess she didn't realize like you know she was probably carrying a lot of trauma and like just like attachments in her in her legs but I was seeing it specifically in her ankles but she was like you have no idea like my legs feel like I could just like run for days but that's kind of like it's kind of like um the the physical and the non-physical like bridging the gap between those two like that's really why like Reiki is so intriguing and what do people do they come with you for a specific reason? Sometimes. Okay. Some people will just be like, oh, I don't know. I'm just in a funk. Like, you know, and then like other people will be like, um, my God, I've had such bad anxiety. Like I can't get out of my head and I'll feel it. Like literally I'll feel it. Um, when I'm channeling, like I'll feel prickers on my palms. If there's like a spot that like the energy is super dense. Like if someone tells me, oh my God, I'm, I have so much anxiety. Like when I'm channeling to their crown and like certain spots on the back of their head, like I'll literally feel prickles and so then like I'll just I essentially just channel until like the prickles it just kind of dissipates and then some spots will feel like it feels like a vacuum on my hands where like the spot is like 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 soaking up and you're not touching energy. them you're no. like above them I do touch the knees okay. and the ankles and sometimes if um I feel like someone's carrying like a lot of weight on their shoulders I'll put my palms just on the top of their back, but most of the spots, yeah, I'm just hovering like two to three inches above their wild. actual body. Yeah. What do you do to prepare before? Like, do you meditate or do you like clean your own energy out? I always make sure, especially if it's someone that I've never worked with before, I like to just take a few moments in my car before I go in and like thank spirit for like letting me be present. And I also like to connect with Archangel Michael because I feel like he's one archangel that I feel like protects me a lot. So okay. I kind of just feel like, all right, like we're going in, like I want to stay in my own energy and I just want to make sure I can be like the best channel that I can be. Cause again, it's not me. I'm just being like a conduit. Yeah. Um, and, um, that's kind of just how I like energetically prep. I always bring my crystals. I always play healing frequencies, um, to just kind of like facilitate the vibe. Um, and then, yeah, like there are certain things that I do after to just like close it out so that when I leave there, I'm not like taking on all their, yeah. all their stuff because everyone has their stuff, you know? I was going to say, one of my questions was, and obviously if you're a vessel, I'm sure you understand that you also have to leave it. Like mm -hmm. when you, when you're removing it, it's like leaving you as well. Right. Because I feel like some people, if they're not doing this correctly, are going to take on all of that energy and then suddenly you have the anxiety and yeah. the pain and the weight. It's like, yeah, it's funny because after classes, I always seal it with my hands together 
yeah. as a zipper. Right. So like yep. we as instructors are exposing, exposing, mm-hmm. exposing. I'll never forget Janet Fitzgerald said you yes. have to zip up your energy mm-hmm. or you'll leave the room with your heart open yeah. and you're just spilling everything that you need to take with you. Mm-hmm. So like you let it out for 45 minutes, but then you have to be like, I got to close this back up. Right. I can't be like walking around with like right. all my energy spilling, which out. is healthy. Yeah. yeah. And like, in, and like, I even feel like, you know, for like people in the room too, like, you know, like there's a lot of people in there, there's a lot of energy in there and it's just kind of like swirling around the room. So like, I feel like it's healthy for like everyone, um, to just kind of like seal up and, um, and like just move on and just like be in your own field. You know? I, I'm really glad that we have you on because I feel like a lot of people sometimes are like, they have a hard time grasping energy, energy mm-hmm. healing or like energy in general. Yeah. But I always like to say to people, it, energy is so real. It's around all of us. You mm-hmm. feel someone's energy in the, when they walk in the room, yeah. if you really just like let yourself be open to it, you yeah. can feel energy when somebody walks in. I always say they have like a color around them. What's the yeah. color like coming off their body? And it's the same thing when you go to a party and the energy is so amazing. Or you go see a concert, somebody's energy is so incredible. And then it like rubs off on you and you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, the energy of that place. Like we've taught the classes, all three of us yeah. that are full. Mm-hmm. and the energy's dead dead and then we've taught to c- rooms where it's been three people and the energy's lit yeah and mm-hmm. then you've taught to full rooms yeah. where the energy's incredible mm-hmm. and you've taught to three people yeah. where the energy's dead yeah and it's like yeah it's wild how i've taught to sold out classes yeah and sometimes been like that was horrible it's like quality not quantity yes a lot of the time yeah, yeah so if sure. anyone's listening who's like i don't know about energy you experience it every day you just mm-hmm. have to like pay attention to it yeah yeah. And like, I'm sure like anyone listening, like maybe you've had a conversation with someone and you've left just feeling like so drained and you're like, God, I'm so tired. Like, and then you like, just wonder like, damn, like, did I take some of whatever that person was venting to me about on? Like, I think we have to be really, imp- it's really important to be um, compassionate and like, obviously be a listening ear for people, but like, don't, you know, take it on so much that it becomes your own, you know? Yeah. I mean, we talk a lot about like energy vampires, people yeah. like our, you know, people, that are in our lives that just kind of suck the life out of us Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, and it's just creating the boundary. And I like that zipper thing because it is, it's like you could physically do it in your mind. Mm -hmm. And I think that creates the barrier. Mm -hmm. It seals in what you want to keep in, but it kind of like shuts out what you don't want in either. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so necessary. Yeah. And I also like, um, one thing I think about too, like, you know, like if you're in a room with a group of people, like you can either match their energy or make your own impact on it. So like, that's one thing that's helped me with boundaries too, is, is like, if you know, um, there is a class that's like, has no energy, like, um, that's theirs. That's not mine. I'm going to show up as my like bright energetic self. And then like at the end of the day, like 9.9 times out of 10 at the end of class, everyone feels way more energetic than like, and so like, you know, it's, it's almost like just not succumbing to that frequency and like instead just letting people rise up to meet you so that you're not being like pulled out all the time yeah yeah Yeah. well because I think it's easy and I do this a lot too like everybody's shit like their moods their judgments how they feel has nothing to do with us right but I have the tendency and I could only think about like when my husband's in a bad mood mm-hmm. I'm like are you mad at me as if I did something wrong and yeah. I know I didn't do anything wrong yeah. because like I'm perfect no. <laughs> but, uh, but in Aren't that moment <laughs> I know that it wasn't me but for yeah. some reason I'm instantly like looking to me yeah. to solve his mood and yeah. I'm like no why do I do that yeah. I need to like be better about 
zippering, creating mm-hmm. the boundary and be like, if you want to be annoyed, if you want to be yeah. pissed off, that could be you. And yeah. I don't have to take that on. Yeah. It's so hard to do that though. Yeah, no, it's so hard. I feel like we have like this habit of like taking it personal almost. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not personal. It's just like energy to Rachel's point. And, um, like one thing I, I do that too though, Maria, because I am like, I said like such an empath and like, I feel like maybe this is astrology but um my libra moon just like wants everyone to be happy and like at peace and like whatever um but like sometimes like if i feel like that i get home and like whatever um not to name drop but if adrian is like in like a bad mood like i i found that like if i just say to him like hey like i know you probably had a long day if you want to talk about it i'm here and that kind of just makes me feel like okay i know he's not mad at me and I know maybe he doesn't want to talk about whatever's on his mind, but at least like I let him know like I'm here and then like I can just go. Yeah. I think it's like on. what you said about meeting me up here. Yeah. I'm, right. I am here for you if right. you want to talk about why you're in a bad mood. Yeah. But I'm not going to come down to where right. you are right. and like worry about it. Yeah. I'm going to be here if you want to meet me here and like help you out yeah. with it. Because like, I mean, listen, sometimes I get home and I'm tired and I don't feel like talking. You know what I mean? And so sometimes I'll just make it a point to be like, God, I'm, I'm just like shot. You know yeah. what I mean? Like just to say it so yeah. that like, you know, it's a known thing. Mommy's tired. Right. <laughs> like mommy's not going to be bubbly tonight, like because I'm so drained. So like I think like that also makes me feel like better, like when it is on my end to just like be like, hey, just so you know, I'm tired. <laughs> right. Right. It's <laughs> not yeah. nothing else other than yeah. just exhaustion. Right. right. Yeah. I've started answering the phone really happily. Like, no, honestly, like making an effort <laughs> to be super chipper. Mm-hmm. Like, cause sometimes I just know that, and it's, it could be my mom. It could be my sister. It could be my husband, like anyone, a friend, right. anyone. If I know like I'm feeling good, I want to like project that. Yeah. And so I don't even like, I'm like, Hey, how are you? What's going on? You yeah. know, instead of being like, Hey, what's up? You know, like mm-hmm. and kind of feeding into mm, yeah. what I think maybe is like a down energy. Right. So I'm trying just to be better. Like set the precedent. Of yes. like, we're up here today. Yeah, we're yeah. up here. And I actually find that that's like helpful because yeah. like when I do that, Jaime will come back and be like, hey, what's up? How are you? I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, like maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe I could get it. You know? No, so totally. You're not like, hello, you fucking asshole. <laughs> what do you want? No, but yeah. like before when he was like really <laughs> struggling, I would let him maybe say hello first. Right. Like you and would wait to see, to see what see. his mood is. Right. And now I'm not doing that anymore. No. Now yeah. I'm just going to show you what my mood is. And yeah. if you want to meet me up there, yeah. cool, but yeah. don't bring me down. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Just take some yeah. time if you're not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we'll re we will, totally. we'll regroup. Bitch don't kill my yeah. vibe. Okay. <laughs> we'll regroup in a few hours or whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we Reiki, I feel like I have a better grasp on okay. now we're in the cards. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. the cards. The cards. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've done this on two occasions. Mm-hmm. And I talked about, I think both of them on the pod. The first time was like a few or maybe six months after my dad passed. Mm-hmm. You, We did it over FaceTime. I felt like I was in a space where I was coming out of like the deep grief and right. was kind of ready to like not move on with life, but like feel a little bit better. And right. you're reading... I don't know if you see dead people. I don't know if you communicate with them. Like, I don't know if you're like that medium, Teresa. Do you know Teresa Caputo? Yes. Oh, my God. The Long, the, yes, yes. the Long Island medium. Yeah, the Long Island medium. Yeah. She has like Marge Simpson hair. It's yeah, crazy. But um, she does. She does. <laughs> but you did this reading. And one of the things that came out of it was like um, you saw a red candle. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I feel like I you're like your mom should get a red candle and should light it. And like that will be like 
when she's thinking of my dad to like bring him over. And mm-hmm. like I called my mom after the reading and I was like, mom, I just had this reading with Allison and you need to buy a red candle. <laughs> and she's like, Maria, you'll never believe. But I was in TJ Maxx and literally had a red candle in my hand. I think I told you this after the fact. Yeah, and then remember. she's like, and then I was at the checkout line and the checkout lady was paging a customer, Rich. And my dad's name is Rich. So That's she was insane. like, Rich, come to aisle five. Rich, come to aisle five. So it was like all happening. And you said so many other things that were super comforting and just kind of like eased me and just made me feel just better about where I was in that right. space. And then, yeah. so I'm super grateful for that reading. And then, cause it wasn't even just about me. You were channeling like not just my dad, but you had my mom in the mix. Right. And I don't think you even knew my dad had passed. I actually didn't No, That's the weird part. Yeah. Like, so there was a lot like that. Yeah. You, there's cause I didn't feel like I knew you as well as no, I know you now. No. Like, cause this was years ago. At yeah. This this point. Was Wasn't it in 2020 for almost four years ago? Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Well, he passed in four years ago. He passed almost four years ago. So it would probably be in like three and a half years ago. Right. Yeah. But like, yeah, we weren't connected in that way where you would have known that. Right. And then most recently the last reading I had just turned 40. So I was like, okay, I think this right. is a good time right. for another reading. Yeah. And one of the things you said that literally not came true, but, has since transpired is we were in sort of a financial not great shape Mm -hmm. my husband had taken a job and whatever and you were like it's gonna turn itself back around and it's not gonna be immediate but in a few months like the financial stuff will start to improve right he got a new job in january congrats to him yeah praise be um (laughs) making more money Mm -hmm. and like and it's so funny because in the back of my head, I told you, I was like, oh, he has a trial coming up. Maybe he'll win the trial right. and that will be the money. But right. no, it was like a whole different, whole, whole different thing. Yeah. And you're not super specific, but you're specific enough mm-hmm. that like you could put together some pieces. Yeah. And so that was like, oh, I didn't see it. And you're like, it's not going to be really immediate. I'm thinking like three to four months. Right. And October. And then that was January. Yeah. So it was kind of wow. wild. Yeah. How it all happened. I also feel like too, like Maria, you're super open. So like, um, people that are super open, like just energetic, like your field, so to speak, like I can always get so much more from the cards. Like I, when I'm reading for someone that is like super nervous, like I've gotten clients that are like, they get on and they're like literally so nervous and I'll literally be like, are you okay? Like, because I'm trying to like loosen them up because they're kind of like blocking me. And like, I obviously want to make sure that I can like really get in and just get as much as I can for them. So like, that's just also a testament to you and like how open you are that I can like get that for you. Um, because yeah, like I have had clients where like I'm reading and I'm just like, okay, let's just like take a deep breath together because like, there's just like an energetic like wall up. Yeah. And, um, so, but yeah, I feel like both the readings that you've had, we've been able to get some good stuff. So I <clears throat> am such an amateur car reader, but I do have a, a deck and yeah. I've pulled some crazy shit, like yeah. crazy shit. Wait, what deck do you have? Do you have this one? The no, no, I'll okay. get it for you after okay. this so you can look at it. Yeah. It's like for amateurs. It's whatever. But yeah. so I just have to tell you and the listeners this. So I, when I got pregnant with Harper, um, also like I believe in spirits and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. I don't really know where our when we get pregnant where the spirit it's a very transformative way to be like not to call you out but even like when you had your pregnancy and miscarriage what it does to your body you're like carrying a soul right, right. it's just like a weird yeah. thing and if you're into things like that and you're like wow so I've yeah. been pregnant four times mm-hmm. when I was pregnant with Charlie 
I prayed so much to my like ancestors and to my grandparents and whatever for mm-hmm. comfort. And I was so comforted that pregnancy. So then fast forward with Harper, same deal. I saw ladybugs everywhere. I think I remember you telling me I think me I told this. you. Yeah. So I ask for like signs and mm-hmm. you have to open your eyes to the signs. You can't mm-hmm. ask for signs and then close them off. Mm-hmm. I saw one with Maria literally in this house. I saw one and I was telling Zach about it and he's like, this is bogus. And then one landed on his head. (laughs) It landed on his fucking head. (laughs) She came out with red hair. I had the V-back, manifested the V-back, et cetera. Oh my God. I just have to tell you this because I have like my hair standing up on my neck right now. So anyway, I always feel like my grandma and grandparents, my dad passed, my, my, I'm sorry, my mom's dad passed when she was three. So I didn't ever know my grandfather Mm -hmm. on my dad's side, but my grandma on her side, like Dorothy, very connected with her. I, I feel like she's always here. And then mm-hmm. my two, my dad's parents, my grandma, my my bop pop is what we call them. Mm-hmm. They are always here too. So I have this rocking chair upstairs in my kid's bedroom. And my grandma got it from my parents mm-hmm. for me. And my dad used to rock me and my sister in it when we were, we were kids. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, I have it now upstairs. Yesterday, I'm literally like shaking to telling this. I haven't told this story to anyone yet. Maria's was, looking at you like, bitch, why didn't was, you tell me this? <laughs> I was rocking in the rocking chair because I feel like my grandma might come up somewhere for some reason oh, in yeah, this reading. Maybe. If she comes up, this is why. Yeah. So I'm rocking in the rocking chair and I get up to put Harper down and the chair stopped rocking and then rocked again by itself. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like three times. I do feel like a female presence in this house. <clears throat> I don't know. Sure. I not don't, like us. <laughs> yeah. Well, not um, like outside of the three of us. <laughs> I don't know. It could also be Lola because we have shrines of her Aww. and her ashes are over there. But um, that's so funny. Uh, Charlie's been asking about her a lot. Lola. Really? Yeah. Wait, so was Charlie alive with Lola or no? No, I actually had a miscarriage at the same time Lola passed. And then got pregnant with Charlie three months later. Mm. So he loves dogs and so does Harper. And I know it's because of Lola. Yeah. They like Aww. cross paths in whatever. Are you guys going to ever get another dog? Eventually. Aww. Yeah. 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 I yeah. love dogs. But anyway, I just had to tell you that because yeah, no, I amazing. haven't told anybody. It was like, I think it was yesterday. Anyway, the chair kept rocking longer than it should have. Yeah. And I know people are going to be like, Rachel. Yeah. But it's on this padded thing. So it yeah. stops rocking quickly. Yeah. Right. It's not like a very, it's not like a sustainably. <laughs> right. It's not on like the concrete where it's just going to keep yeah, rocking. Right. And I saw it and I was like, I see you, you grandma. Knew. Yeah. I was like, know. what's up, girl? Yeah. You know, she was just being like, hey, hey, I'm here. I'm here holding y'all. <laughs> you know, I was so crazy. But anyway, yeah. I just wanted to bring it up. No, in case I love you that. See, That's like, beautiful. No, it's, you're so right. Like, um, like, I feel like it's so important to keep your eyes open to the signs because it just like reminds us that we're like all connected to something so much bigger than this like physical. And I always used to get sucked in every day. I used to shut it down so much. And then I've recently opened it up because it scared me. Yeah. Like I'm terrified, petrified of death. I don't really know what comes next, whatever. Mm -hmm. But as we get older, I'm like, I'm going to just open myself back up to it. And if like things want to come to me, then like I'm open to them as long as they're like not harmful and they're safe and happy. Yeah. So I've, I have, and I could go on and on about all the little things, but I've had so many crazy things happen since I've opened up Yeah, that I always space. say too, and I'm saying this to you and anybody else that like feels like they want to open up, but they're scared. This really helped me. Um, this coming from, again, my spiritual mentor. She told me, because I, like back in the day, said the same thing, and she told me that, like, because I was always afraid, and I don't know if you resonate with this, I was always afraid of like dark spirits, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever, like, demonic shit right 
Like getting um, the finding death card. Me, correct. Yeah. But that's not what that means, <laughs> right, by the way. Right. Um, but like, that's kind of why, like, I feel like I kind of like blocked myself for a while, but she told me that like people like us were so much light that like that type of energy would be really bored with us. So like, she was like, if you're like, it, like you just would never attract that type of energy to your field because it would, it would basically look at me as like a basic bitch. Right. Okay. So like, it wouldn't <laughs> even bother. It would instead go to someone that's like, Sadder. Right. Sad or, you know, maybe someone that's like into drugs or, you know what I mean? Like just darker energies where they feel like they fit in more. So I don't know. I'm sharing that for you or anybody else that feels like a little scared to like, quote unquote, like open up to other realms and things like that, because I do feel like it's a really empowering way to like, you know, stay connected to all that there is. So. And the card, so I feel like whenever we've read cards on the pod, we always kind of just like dole them out like a deck, Mm -hmm. but you have such an interesting way of doing your readings. Like how did you develop that? And that is honestly pure intuition. Oh, okay. That's just like, I feel like you're so good at trusting your intuition. Yeah. I feel like for (laughs) so long, I I like, (laughs) I need better skills. (laughs) I would like second guess myself or like try and do things by the book so much, but like, I feel like. I just know what like works best for me. I know like how to get like myself there. And I feel like that's kind of like, it just kind of like organically manifested itself. I know people do all the time. Like, Cause you do like a really like h- rough shuffle and whatever yeah. pops out is yeah. the part. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll take, I usually take like the first six that fall out. If more than six fall out, then I'll just take them all. Cause sometimes like they'll just be like cards coming out. So, and then I'll go through and I'll start to clarify and that's when I can kind of like, fine tune and like hone in on certain things that are trying to come through, whether it be like messages or energy, whatever. Some things is just like a general like message and like some things are like more specific. Um, and that's kind of like how I do the main spread with the rider weight deck. And then I like to pull three fairy cards at the end. Those are kind of more straightforward. They have like little wisdom nuggets on the bottom. And then there's like a little book that has like a deeper description, but I just like to use the fairy cards to kind of like top off the reading. Okay. Uh, <coughs> we're about to have Allison do a reading. I'm for so excited. <laughs> but here's, so I, I'll like, again, I'll get you this deck later. You can look at it. Okay. I'm sure you've I seen it. I want to see it. I usually do clarity spreads. Okay. I follow by the book. Okay. But I have to say like, and I've had I I know as a reader it's good to have your cards read as well. Mm-hmm. So I always like have like Maria pull them or like do the same thing for me. Yeah. And I'm not like my cards don't even look like this. They're like too crisp and clean. <laughs> Mine are so old. But um but I love how hers are like wrangled and wrangled because like, that's how they should be. Um but what we're gonna do is we have a cliffhanger. Yeah. Allison is about to read our cards and you're gonna have to come back. <laughs> next week to Part hear two. the reading um but give us a, a shout out quickly of your social okay. so people can follow you yeah it's ju- my instagram is where i'm most active it's just allison santini my name and that's it and you have like a website connected and everything yeah if somebody wants to like get honestly if somebody wants to book with me just go through my instagram send me cool. a dm um and that's like i check it really often so Okay, yeah. great. So um, anything else you want to say? No, but I'm just so pumped. So tune in for next week because this reading is going to be great. Yeah. <laughs>